Support for MPB comes from the Mississippi Museum of Art in Jackson. What Became of Dr. Smith by artist Noah Satterstrom is on view now through September 22, 2024. Learn more at msmuseumart.org. This podcast is a local production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. It's made possible in part by contributions from podcast listeners. Please consider making a contribution by going to the Donate Now tab at mpbonline.org. Thanks for your financial support. Welcome to the Mississippi Arts Hour on MPB Think Radio, where each week we talk with creative Mississippians. I'm your host, Maria Zerang, Folk and Traditional Arts Director at the Mississippi Arts Commission, and today I'm talking with Esther Young, who serves as the Director of Finance and Administration and the Gala Director for the Jackson Film Festival. This week's episode is a deep dive into the festival and its programming. The festival begins later this month on July 23rd and runs through July 28th, so I'm very excited to have you on the show, Esther to learn more about this awesome event in Jackson. Well, thank you for this opportunity. We are very grateful for this opportunity to talk about the Jackson Film Festival. Yeah, I'm excited about it. So, you know, what we're going to do is just kind of go into the programming and the history of the festival and then what attendees can expect from the festival in the coming weeks. So first, I just kind of want to, maybe if you can kind of give us a pitch of what this festival is about, if you can kind of briefly describe the festival. Okay, well, the festival is a celebration of independent filmmakers and in, in film in the, from the state of Mississippi as well as and, and abroad. Um, it's a week-long event that um, offers a host of activities, transformational and transactional. Um, we offer a master class in acting uh, that's going to be this year hosted by Dr. Tania Stewart, who is a um, very acclaimed actress uh, from Mississippi by way of Alabama, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and a master class in screenwriting by our very own Maximus Wright. We have a pitch camp that is going to be offered by Ashley McFarlane of uh, Bird's Eye Entertainment as well as um, AMC. Ashley is a network executive with AMC uh, where she's over um, development at WeTV and All Black. In addition, we have... um, I, I just drew a blank. Oh, it's okay, because you know what? I have a list of okay, everything, good. and we're going to go through everything in detail. Okay, good, good, good. And I thought we could just break it up by each event. Because, sure. you know, you had mentioned this, uh, talking about the festival, but what I really love about the festival is that there's a little something for everyone. There's Absolutely. something for film lovers and then people who want to get into the industry and learn more. That's Absolutely. what I love Absolutely. about it. Yeah. You know, before this particular experience, I had never attended a film festival. I didn't know what it was about. You know, I knew that Mississippi or Jackson or the the surrounding area had hosted Crossroads before. And I Mm -hmm. think um, there have been one or two other local film festivals. Never attended it over, you know, and I'm a Jackson native. Knew knew that they were offered, but had never attended. But this opportunity presented itself actually um, by way of Tech Jackson. My classmate, former classmate at the time, Maximus Wright and Candace Love Jackson, were curating the festival for for Tech Jackson. And at that point, everything was virtual because of COVID. So I was supporting them, you know, attended virtually. And I thought, oh, wow, that is so cool. Never, you know, had never um, had that experience before. And I thought, okay, this there's a lot to this. There's a lot of talent in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of good projects that were presented this year. So that was my introduction to film festivals. Yeah. 
maybe and in the next year I'm here working with them to do a very own independent of the city of Jackson our you know Jackson Film Festival mm-hmm. which was in person and that was life changing absolutely life changing yeah. Well, that's actually a good segue into what I wanted to ask you, which was a little bit about the history of how the festival came about. So it kind of started with Tech Jackson, right? Then branched off and became its own thing. Can you talk a little more about that? Absolutely. I, I don't know that the group endeavored to do it again. Mm. You know, it, it really, what I remember was us talking, sitting around talking, and the question, do you think we should do this? I was like, absolutely we should. <laughs> like two friends sitting around talking about and dreaming about, you know, possibilities. So once the decision was made to do it, we just got to work preparing and, and planning to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, at that time, there wasn't really a film festival, right? There was kind of a gap in Jackson where, like, other film festivals had ended and there wasn't really anything. Is that right? I I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're absolutely right. Um Crossroads was, I think, in transition or changing. Mm-hmm. And I think COVID had a lot to oh, do yeah. with um, what was available and happening at the time. But fortunately, you know, the spirit was was moving within us and we, you know, took the mantle and here we are. Um, yeah. You know, this year celebrate, commemorates the 45th anniversary of The Wiz. And I think with every year we're looking to highlight some film, um, something significant in the life of film. Yeah. And it's, call it coincidental or not, but and this year was the 45th anniversary of The Wiz. So we were like, well, let's let's make that our focus. Let's make that our theme. So yeah. that's what we've been doing, building around, building this year's festival around the celebration of that cultural classic um, within the life of our community. Oh, yeah. Well, I think we're on the same page because I was actually going to ask you about The Wiz next. Because, okay. uh, yeah, I mean, that it celebrates the 45th anniversary. Why don't you, te- for people who may not know about The Wiz, uh, tell us a little bit about this film and why it's important. Okay, so The Wiz film is an adaptation of The Wiz play on Broadway, mm-hmm. which I think came out three years before, two to three years before. The Wiz on Broadway was an adaptation of The Wizard of Oz, and which came out, I think, in 1939, 1938. Mm-hmm. And The Wizard of Oz was an adaptation of the novel The Wizard of Oz by Frank yeah. Bloom. So it's a series of adaptations. But this, uh, The Wiz, the film, which aired in 1978, um, premiered, I think, in August, no, October 1978, mm-hmm. um, features Diana Ross as Dorothy, Michael Jackson as the Scarecrow, uh, Nipsey Russell as the Tin Man, mm-hmm. and Ted Ross as the Lion. And and uh, Richard Pryor mm-hmm. as the Wiz. So those are the you know the primary characters. In addition to the Wicked Witch of the Wicked Witch of the South and the West and Glenda the Good, I'm sorry Glenda the Good Witch of the South, mm-hmm. Maybelline, um, <laughs> the Evil Witch of the West. <laughs> it's a whole cast of characters, and they bring their own personalities and styles um, to these characters. And from a 1978 R&B disco, uh, New York, Harlem, African American feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, feel. So it's yeah. it's it's um, and and Quincy Jones was um, the primary music behind it, the mastermind behind the music, in addition to a lot of others. But you feel it. It's it's a celebration of of culture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. Th- throughout this existential journey yeah 
Yeah, that's really cool. Um, so I just was wondering, I don't I don't know if there is, but is there like a Mississippi connection to the Wiz at all, if if you know or there probably is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's a Mississippi was, connection to yeah. most everything. I was Googling it um earlier and I was like, wonder if there's some kind of connection. <laughs> yeah, I don't know of one right off. But yeah. I, if we dig deep enough, I'm sure we'll find it. Oh yeah. I'm yeah. absolutely sure we'll find it. So and in, in, as we commemorate um the Wiz this year. We are offering a free screening, free public screening of The Wiz on Sunday, July 23rd. It's our opening event. It's mm-hmm. free and open to the public. We just ask that people register on Eventbrite. We are requiring that all attendees register. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is, again, free to the public. And in addition to the screening, we're offering or at least hosting a costume competition. So you get to come as your favorite character from The Wiz. Yeah, wow. I know, right? And that'll be at the Capri Theater, right? Yeah, actually, the sc- oh. the uh, Wiz screening will be at the theater at the Jackson Convention Complex. Oh, the, okay, Jackson Convention Complex. And all that information is on your website, the Absolutely. Jackson Film Fest at website. JacksonFilmFestival.com. That's J-X-N-F-I-L-M-F-E-S-T-I-V-A-L at gmail.com I'm sorry dot com yeah yeah and it's it's so easily accessible on Google yeah absolutely too. yeah absolutely. okay so there'll be I love the costume contest I think that's so great great way to add in audience participation and then y'all are also doing a panel so uh, tell correct. us a little bit about the panel sure so the following day uh, that's going to be Monday uh, July 24th mm-hmm. at 6pm at Homewood Suites we are um, hosting a panel discussion on the Wiz to reflect on its, you know, social, political, cultural, economic influence on the community, on the film community, the African-American community, just the community at large. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we have on that panel uh, Dr. DeAndre Ori from Jackson State, uh, Nicole Norwood, Dr. Candace Love Jackson, and myself, um, Esther Young, and Maximus Wright will be moderating that conversation. So we're looking forward to... Uh, Possibly some heated debates and and and, oh, yeah. and and fiery conversations about oh that's good about yeah about <laughs> the whiz yeah yeah of course always productive you oh, know yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah um okay well that's great and that kind of kicks off the festival and then after that y'all are going to be doing a lot of film screenings is that right you're right okay we absolutely are yeah. so Monday through Wednesday at the Capri Theater from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. we will be uh, screening those submissions into the competition. So we, uh, everything from best actor to best documentary and everything in between will be aired uh, during those times. And the schedules are listed on our website or you can go to eventbrite.com to see, um, you know, to register for those as well. But we are excited. There, you know, each year we're seeing a, a higher caliber of um, talent to mm-hmm. present, to submit to the, to the festival. So we're excited about that. Very excited about that. Wow. Um, well, I guess if you want to, I don't want to put you on the spot, but do you want to kind of name some of the categories of some of these screen? Because it's all different types of like, you know, genres that y'all are showcasing, you know? Mm, Yeah, that's true. Um, but the categories are best documentary, Uh best director, best feature, best short, best comedy, Best, uh, so this is best TikTok slash episodic slash series, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, best, oh, best actor, best actress. Yeah. 
I'm not, I'm well, that gives people a yeah. taste, though. I oh, mean, absolutely. There's just a, it's it's yeah. kind of similar along the lines of uh, the Oscars. Uh-huh. You know, the same yeah. categories as you'd find at the Oscars. So is it, I guess, kind of how it works? Of course, you know, people who are interested in film and just love watching, you know, movies can come in. Uh, you know, to the theater, watch these? And then do people vote on kind of who's the best in each category? Is that kind of how it works? Actually, that will, that is similar to how it works. So uh, while people are viewing the, 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 the projects on film at the Capri, they have an opportunity to vote for, their, for the people's choice. Um, oh. We'll have uh, QR codes that um, open up the, the voting process. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Okay, and so it makes it easy if you want to kind of be a part of the festival in some way, you know, Absolutely. to be able to vote. I love Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Again, yeah. all of our free events um are uh, all of our screenings are free and open to the public. Mm-hmm. We just do require that everyone registers for the you know, the particular event that they want to attend. Yeah. And yeah. that's on Eventbrite and on and you can access that on the website, right? Absolutely. Yeah, to register. Absolutely. Okay. Jacksonfilmfestival.com. Yeah, and that's at the those are at the Capri Theater. Those yeah. are at the Capri. We do have mm-hmm. one final day of screening that's going to be at the Jackson Convention Complex Theater. Mm-hmm. And that will be one of the documentaries that's um airing that's debuting actually, uh, during our festival. Okay. Um and it's called uh, George Raymond, A Thirst for Freedom. Mm-hmm. And if I may say, uh, CNN will be on site to cover that particular um, documentary as it's it's changing how we've understood the history to be around the um, case of Shorner, Cheney, and Goodman. Mm. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah. No. Right. That's big. It's huge. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah, I saw that Maximus had posted about that on the Instagram page, yeah. and so I wanted to ask you about that. That's huge coverage. Um, y'all also have um, some uh, submissions from China and Canada, right? Exactly. Yeah, you want to talk about that for no, a sec? Not really. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I'm, I'm teasing. Uh, we, we're always excited by the attention we receive from international um in filmmakers and in the projects that that are being submitted it it's it it lets it it's like a pat on the back for the festival like we're doing good we're in the, we're moving in the right direction we're garnering the attention and support and participation of not just homegrown filmmakers but also those who are watching us from abroad yeah so we're excited and then this year at least one of those individuals will be attending the festival for throughout the whole week Hi, I'm Maria Zarang. You are listening to the podcast version of the Mississippi Arts Hour. The Arts Hour is a co-production of the Mississippi Arts Commission and MPB Think Radio. You can also listen to the show on Think Radio every Sunday afternoon at 5. To have access to all Arts Hour interviews, subscribe to the podcast using your favorite podcasting app. I'm Dr. Jimmy Stewart, host of the original Southern Remedy, the show where I answer your medical questions. Subscribe to the podcast by searching for Southern Remedy on any podcasting app. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. All right, and we're back. This is the Mississippi Arts Hour on MPB Think Radio. I'm Maria Zarang, Folk and Traditional Arts Director at the Mississippi Arts Commission. And today I'm talking with Esther Young from the Jackson Film Festival. We are taking a deep dive into the festival because it begins in Jackson on July 23rd. So uh, Esther is here to help uh, promote this wonderful event. And right before we were listening to Jimmy Mays, 
Esther was talking about the film screenings. There's a bunch of different categories. There's a lot of different types of films that attendees can see, all free to the public with just some registration. Um, So I wanted to continue our conversation on these films um, and talk about the submission process. How does that work if you're a filmmaker and you want to submit to the Jackson Film Festival? Sure. Um, Persons who are interested in submitting would... um submit through Film Freeway, which is the portal that we use. Um, This past year, well, for this year's festival, the portal opened January 1. Registration was $25, or the film, the the submission fee was $25 per project, or per submission. Um, And I think we closed uh, submissions May, maybe the middle of May. So we had a a five-month, or four and a half month process mm. for opening for submissions. Um, we have 73 submissions this year. Um, those submissions um, are then selected to um, go to the next round for mm-hmm. judging. And there's a, a slate of judges that review those projects by category and they vote on, with, there's a rubric within Film Freeway that they use to decide um, how the projects either are, are passed on or, or graduate to the next round of judging. Mm-hmm. And the next round would be whether to be nominated for award. So uh, all of that work is ha- happens within Film Freeway. Okay, and so all of the nominees are actually going, they're presented at the festival. You can screen their films at the festival, right? All of these selected projects are actually oh, screened. So it's okay. more than just those that are nominated. Okay. Yep. Oh, so there's an additional process Ex- uh, yes. from the nominees to select those that are going to be screened at the festival. There's an additional process from selected. So oh, okay. all, of the, gotcha. all of the items that were submitted mm-hmm. and selected mm-hmm. are filmed at the festival. Okay, gotcha. And those items that were selected are then judged for nomination. Mm-hmm. So it's a selection, yeah. Then a nomination. Oh, okay. And then, so all of the uh, the judges are these kind of local people, or people that work all over in the industry. People that work all over. Some are local. Some are mm-hmm. all over. Yeah. So and we try to mix. get a good yeah. try to get a good mix. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Yeah. 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 I like that. Yeah. We do too. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so the submissions, you know, we had talked a little earlier. You know, we have some from Canada uh, and a submission from China. Um, is it mostly from the South, or is it all over the U.S.? Primarily from the South. Mm-hmm. However, you know, last year I think we had submissions from Iran, um, mm-hmm. Ch- China this year, Iran. Oh, I, I don't remember all the countries, but there were there were more international submissions last year than there were this year. Yeah, yeah. But um, we had West Coast, we had Canada, East Coast, South, um, southeastern part of the region of the country. So, and then a few, one or two maybe Midwest, but primarily mm-hmm. South. Oh, that's mm-hmm. cool. And mm-hmm. do a lot of the filmmakers attend? They're. Their attendance is growing. Mm-hmm. Their attendance is growing. Yeah. We last year, you know, initially I think it was an older, uh, <laughs> older demographic. Yeah. 
Last year was more mi- was a, a better mixed mm-hmm. demographic, and this year we can't wait to see what we get. Yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, um, let's kind of so film the screening of a bunch of films is is a big part of the festival, of mm-hmm. course. Mm-hmm. But you had mentioned this in segment one. There's so much more, and there's a lot of educational and networking opportunities. So let's kind of transition sure. and talk about that. Absolutely. Yeah. But, and before we do that, though, I, I do want to make sure I, I mention that this year we were more intentional about uh, creating opportunities for the whole family to get involved. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, sometimes events are, are, are cost prohibitive for families. Yeah. But given that our screenings are free, even the, the um, panel discussion is a free event mm-hmm. those things are free and open to the public you know and for and of course affordable for families yeah and fun for families we were thinking that the screen screening of the whiz would be a, a really um good time for a whole family to enjoy together oh yeah you know? so i just wanted to make sure we talked we mentioned that yeah no that, that I was think important that's great. to us yeah yeah so transitioning to the other offerings at the festival, we do have a pitch camp that we're really excited oh, yeah. about. Let's this, talk about yeah, that. This is our second year hosting the pitch camp. It's um, an opportunity for those with ideas in film and television to learn how to present those ideas, how to prepare and present those ideas to network executives. Ashley McFarland um, from uh, AMC, WeTV, and All Black will be offering that opportunity again this year. Um, she, along with a host of her colleagues and friends in the industry, uh, presented um, last year and will be returning this year with a more robust offering um, with an opportunity for those in attendance to pitch to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the last day of the uh, three-day intensive will be an opportunity for those who are ready to present their ideas to her and other network executives for either a green light or for uh, comment on how to do, you know, what to do to, yeah. to bring their, their idea or their presentation up to par. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Uh, yeah. That you can actually like you're learning during the workshop absolutely. and then at the end, it's like a real opportunity if you're at that level. A- absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So people are encouraged to come with their ideas, you know, on mm-hmm. hand. Yeah. And, w- and wherever they are, uh, whether, you know, they're just beginning or you yeah, you feel like you're ready to present it, wh- wherever you are, wherever they are in their development, mm-hmm. it's, this is the time now to come with your ideas, your questions and an open heart and open mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you said that she has done this. Is this her second year doing this? This is her second year. OK. And I think she premiered it with us. Last year at the Jackson, wow. yeah, at the Jackson Film Festival. That's so, so cool. Yeah. Absolutely, we 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 pride ourselves in making good relationships. Yeah, you know, with making good relationships that not only benefit us directly but our communities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. this is something we're providing to our community. Yeah. Now, did is she connected to Mississippi in some way? How did that um, kind of relationship come about? So Ashley, Ashley's mother, I think, is from Mississippi, and, oh, wow. and I think spent some time working at Jackson State. Yeah. And, um, but I think Ashley is originally from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. But she wanted to do this. She has talked for years about doing a pitch camp Mm -hmm. and through her relationship with Maximus, I think the two of them, I think he suggested, well, Hey, why don't you come and do it with us? You know? Yeah. And she bit the bait and we're here with the second year. Nice. And then for those listening, Maximus Wright is uh, one of the founders or is the Max- founder. Maximus Wright is the founder, the founder of, of the, the film Jackson Festival. film yeah. festival. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, well, 
Now, since it's the second year, I just was curious, well, that Ashley is doing this pitch camp. Has there been a success story? I know it's probably too early to say. We did have one uh, attendee last year who had the opportunity to present her idea um, Mm. to Ashley and her colleagues. And I think she had two, maybe two or three opportunities to present her work. Uh, and I think that is a success story. I can't, oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't have the freedom to disclose how oh, much yeah, farther of course. it went. Yeah. But um, so we were excited about that. So she, this particular individual did have two opportunities to present, yeah, to Ashley mm-hmm. and her, her colleagues. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, I was reading about the camp online, which, you know, if people are interested, you can read all about it Absolutely. on your website. Absolutely. Um, but what I thought was so cool is that um, Ashley kind of goes through uh, pitches, like case studies, and, like, talks about, oh, why did this work? Why didn't this work? I think that's just a really neat way to learn. I think so, too. And And what I'm learning is that, People don't always trust what they're to- being told, and I'm. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I'm learning: trust what's being told. Yeah. Like if if you're presenting to Ashley and she says to go back and work on A, B, and C, just do A, B, and C as 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 prescribed, and yeah. then, and and rest and trust that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's hard. I think for <laughs> a lot of creatives, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. Well, let's talk a little bit about the. Uh, one of the other educational opportunities, there's a couple master classes. Yeah. Uh, why don't we talk about that screenwriting master class with uh, Maximus Wright? Um, that's kind of one of the classes people can take. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So Maybe. the screenwriting uh, master class is going to be offered, I think, that Tuesday, the 25th mm-hmm, at Homewood Suites. And it is an opportunity to learn from one of the, the greatest storytellers from Mississippi. Uh, Maximus is is really masterful in crafting a story and is very um, caring in his approach to helping people get out of their own way. Mm -hmm. Um, He does not take lightly that gift and responsibility um, to help people to see themselves and to trust the process. Um, Writing can be a very vulnerable experience. and, and I think a lot of people, myself included, tend to overthink um, what's happening and, and, and edit while trying to create. And he's like, just write from the heart. Mm-hmm. And then on the second or third draft, we write from the head. And sometimes it's the matters of the heart that are, mm-hmm. that are either too painful, too embarrassing, too shameful, too whatever. But it's that, that process of getting, getting the story out through the heart and then coming back to to address whatever is there. Yeah. Yeah, through that second or third draft. But he, again, masterful storyteller, um, very compassionate and capable teacher. Mm-hmm. And I think it behooves any writer who's looking to hone his or her skill or talent to participate in that experience. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I think that's great advice. I love that. I think for, you know, anyone creating something, yeah. Start out with the heart yeah, and then absolutely. take a beat and <laughs> then work with it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and, you know, we had uh, Maxis on the show uh, in May. So check out the Arts Hour archives yeah. and you can listen to his episode. Yeah. Hear all about um, kind of what he offers. Um, okay, so that's the screenwriting class. There is another, there's an acting there master an class, acting right? acting master yeah. class. And, and Dr. Tania Stewart is returning uh, as our 
acting masterclass instructor. And Dr. Stewart is a jewel, a gift, a legend in the field. And she teaches from the Frank Severa um, School, American Theater of Being, which really takes the person as he or she is, empties him, empties out the self to the experience of life, to embody the character. Um, and how she does it is beautiful. Um, another Mississippi native and um, predecessor is Bea Richards, comes mm. from the same theater of being. Right. Um, and, you know, everyone that I've encountered who sat at Dr. Tania Stewart's feet sings her praises. Mm. And I, I think anyone who is, either, whether you're starting acting or looking to hone your skill or make the connection or learn more, especially about the theater of being, would definitely want to be in attendance at our, at our acting masterclass. Yeah. And, and that's going to be Friday, okay, the 28th yeah. at 10 a.m. at Homewood Suites. Okay. And, oh, I don't know if I forgot to ask this, but for the screenwriting and the acting class and then B Pitch Camp, is that also free to the public, or is that a fee as well? Those are fees. Okay. Um, the master the master classes are fifty dollars each, and the pitch camp is five hundred. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. And then people register online as well. Register okay. online. Um, same and, thing. Yep. Same yeah. thing. Eventbrite <laughs> is um, our ticket site, mm -hmm. and um, you can either go directly to Eventbrite or visit us at JacksonFilmFestival.com. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's talk about, I think we have kind of two more sure. kind of programming things that's going on at the festival. And this one I think is really interesting, that draft day casting call. I know. Can you tell listeners what that's about? Look, I just hope we're able to pull it off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it is an opportunity for athletes um, who are not ready to stop being athletic <laughs> <laughs> who enjoy sport um, to have an opportunity to either be a background actor as an athlete mm -hmm. uh, on projects either like Swagger, Bel Air, yeah. or All American. Game Changing Films is the casting company that casts for those projects as well as uh, other projects and film. They are one of their um, contractual employees, Willie Bell III, who is a Jackson native is going to be conducting that opportunity. Oh. So for athletes who are ages 13, I'm sorry, not 13, 18 mm -hmm. to 33, male or female. Uh, for football, it's open to males. And for basketball, it's male and female. Hi, I'm Maria Zerang. You are listening to the podcast version of the Mississippi Arts Hour. The Arts Hour is a co-production of the Mississippi Arts Commission and MPB Think Radio. You can also listen to the show on Think Radio every Sunday afternoon at 5. To have access to all Arts Hour interviews, subscribe to the podcast using your favorite podcasting app. at your vehicle, think of MPB. Need to get rid of your ride? Donate it by calling 877-MPB-THE-NUMBER-4-CAR. Need to have some work done on your truck? Listen to AutoCorrect Thursdays at 10, Saturdays at 11. An MPB license plate reminds you that MPB is with you wherever you go. Go to your county office and ask for an MPB car tag. MPB and cars, better together. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. 
All right, and we're back. You're listening to the Mississippi Arts Hour on MPV Think Radio. I'm Maria Zerang from the Mississippi Arts Commission, and today I'm talking with Esther Young from the Jackson Film Festival. This is a Jackson Film Festival-centric episode (laughs) (laughs) promoting the event that's going to take place in the city uh, from July 23rd to July 28th. So uh, we just got back from a break, and uh, Esther was talking about the draft day casting call. Um, is there anything that you want to add? So we just kind of talked about, you know, athletes who want to be extras in um, film productions can kind of come and have that opportunity. Was there anything else that you wanted to add about the? Well, that, too, is a free opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, just go to the website and um, select per- a registration under the link for draft day or go to Eventbrite and select to uh, re- reserve your spot. Um, as those who are re- for those who have registered, they'll be receiving additional information via email as to what to do and how to prepare for that day. Okay. Oh, great. Yeah. Okay. So it, it's a four-hour window. Mm-hmm. Um, the first half of that hour, or the first half of that opportunity, uh, Willie Bell will talk about his journey from football to background acting to now working with game-changing films, and he's still doing acting projects. And he'll talk about how, you know, he's looked looking to recruit more people from Mississippi to have those similar opportunities. Um, And then the second half of that opportunity will be the actual um, quote-unquote combine experience. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, athletes will be able to demonstrate what they're actually capable of doing. And they'll, he'll, you know, introduce them or instruct them on what to do in order to demonstrate, you know, either your basketball skills or football skills in order to be uh, eligible for wow. casting. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's fascinating, and I love that they actually um, cast real actors. I wonder real, if that's real athletes. Com- right. Oh my gosh! No, yes, real athletes, mm-hmm. not actors. But yeah. um, <laughs> I guess they're actors I, in I a could, way. <laughs> I, I could act, but I can't. I can't yeah. fake playing right. basketball. <laughs> yeah, you kind of can't fake that skill set, can't you? <laughs> well, yeah. All right. Well, that's great. And uh, why don't we transition sure. to your kind of wheelhouse with okay. this festival, which sure. is the Black Tie Gala. Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit more about that because you kind of produce this event, don't you? I do, along mm-hmm. with my, my cohorts. Yeah, right. <laughs> but that the, the gala is the culmination of a week's worth of showcase and celebration. And it's a time where we all get to dress up and dine and uh, celebrate those who are one in their various categories. Um, it is Friday the 28th, and this year we are um, doing something a little bit different. We are, we'll have a silent auction that evening um, for, at, that starts at 5.30, 5.30 to 6.30. We have some local artists and um, travel agencies who've submitted, or rather who are donating projects and trips to be auctioned during that time, and we're still open to receive additional items for those who may be interested in donating items for the silent auction. All proceeds are going to our nonprofit, Sorepreneur, which does business as the Jackson Film Festival. And uh, there will be a VIP reception for those of our our sponsors as well as our table sponsors to um, network and hobnob and get to meet, you know, the presenters for that evening and maybe take pictures with uh, presenters and actors who are and industry professionals who are visiting with us this week or that week. And then the actual gala itself starts at 7.00. Doors open at 6.30. The, or the gala doors will open at 6.30. Uh, 
So we're looking forward to um, always, you never know what you're going to get when you yeah. come to one of our events. So we, <laughs> we like to step it up a little bit more every year. So I, I don't want to spill the beans too much, okay. but it, it is going to be um, whiz-centered. Nice. <laughs> From start to finish. So we are really excited about uh, this year's gala. Oh, great. Oh, yeah. Well, that sounds like fun. Oh, yeah. So you got to come. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell David. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we can get the whole Mac staff. Yeah. <laughs> at the gala. Yeah. That would be great. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the, the film festival is our annual fundraiser. Mm-hmm as well as our opportunity for outreach. Yeah. Um, we, we're not at the point yet where we're actually raising funds, mm -hmm. but we, we figure within the next year to two, we'll be at the point where, yeah, okay, we can really see the fruit of our labor. These past three years have been about introducing the people to who we are and yeah. developing the brand and, and demonstrating that, yeah, we, we are about the work and about excellence within that work. So we're, we're excited about who we are, who we've become, and um, sharing that with the world. Yeah. You know, it's our mission and vision to create 100 filmmakers over the next seven, within the next seven years um, in the effort to uh, control the narrative of Mississippi stories. Mm -hmm. you know, Reimagine re and re-image you know, what people think when uh, someone from Mississippi is presenting or being presented. You know, right. It, it's not just... Uh, the help or a time to kill or um, Mississippi burning. We are a mono, we're not a monolithic people. Um, our stories are, are varied. Um, we're very colorful. We're very tasteful. We're, we're spicy and conservative. We're we're mm -hmm. you know we're all of those things. And we look forward to sharing those stories from a 21st century perspective and not a 20th or 19th century perspective. Yeah, I love that because I think that you know film and Movies, TV, they play such a big role in our culture and our perception Absolutely. of places, right? Absolutely. And y'all are seeing that with, you know, the way that people look at Mississippi through the, the way it's been presented in films, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So we, we look forward to continuing that reimagining. Yeah. Wow. That's great. I think that's a great mission. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, let's kind of talk about bigger picture, I sure. guess. I think that we've kind of covered... All of the basic, like, you know, general info about all the programming, right? I think so. Um, what has been the response so far from, you know, Jackson or, you know, the wider Mississippi kind of arts community to this festival? Amazement. <laughs> um, excitement. Um, awe. And, and then... A lot of people, unfortunately, don't hear about it until after it's over. Oh, yeah. And then they say, oh, I wish I had known. And I'm like, oh, well, we've been saying it. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, as we grow, it, you know, our, our popularity grows. And, and I think this year we've had um, Fox 40 WDBD as our official media sponsor. So that's been very helpful and getting the brand out, getting our mission out, and getting you know who we are and, and what the festival is all about to a broader audience. So we're, yeah. we're grateful for that. And I think as our um, as word of mouth spreads too, you know, as more people talk about who we are and what we're doing, 
the more attention and the more interest and you know and curiosity there will be about who we who we are and what we're doing yeah yeah now are y'all kind of seeing more hollywood productions taking place in mississippi in recent years has there been like a rise in mississippi based work that's a Oh, and Mississippi-based work? Yeah, like pr- uh, productions kind of coming to Mississippi to do film here. and I think that's probably a, a Mississippi film office question, but I'm going to oh, say right, yes. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think so. Definitely from the independent filmmaker perspective. We, mm-hmm. There are a lot of independent filmmakers from Mississippi, in Mississippi, um, trying to hone their skill and get their, their projects out. So we are excited about that Yeah, because uh, that's our wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... Um, we look forward to being able to nurture and support those who are doing that and those who are interested in being a part of what we're doing to join you know, our efforts in creating 100 filmmakers over the next seven years. It's a specific and unique uh, branding of, of doing so. And it's not just about the project, it's about the individual mm-hmm. you know, who's doing the project. So it's a, it's a, it's a holistic approach to filmmaking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, well, that's great. Yeah. And why don't we talk a little bit, you know, we're kind of wrapping up, but why don't we talk about Sorepreneur, sure. which is the, fun, uh, the organization that runs the film festival. Sure. Sorepreneur is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. And again, our mission is to empower and equip the next generation of content creators. Um, and we do that primarily through the film festival um, through our, our workforce development program, the one we call termed the 107, and through the partnerships that we create through um, organizations like the Mississippi Film Office. Put here recently, we joined forces with um, the Entertainment Industry College Outreach Program, which mm. hosts um, HBCU in LA and HBCU in New York and HBCU in Atlanta. Um, they are a workforce development um, entity that is intentional about leveling the playing field in the film in, in the film and television industry. So we have become their southeast liaison, southeastern liaison for southeast United States liaison for those HBCUs that may not have had the opportunity to network or to learn about the offerings that it provides. For any student, any HBCU student who is interested in filmmaking and demonstrates that interest has an opportunity to apply to this internship that offers a 90% rate in job placement. Whether wow. working with Pixar, Lionsgate, all, the, all of the industry networks, that um, whether it's writing, um, well, really every aspect of filmmaking. I, mm-hmm. I, if I start naming, I may be isolating. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's so many yeah. <laughs> different skill know, right? sets involved, right? Absolutely, absolutely. From the from thought to product. Mm, that's great. But as so for those in this area who are looking to uh, take advantage of that opportunity, the Jackson Film Festival is one way in which to do that. Participating in the festival, submitting to the festival, attending the festival, uh, working with Sorpreneur in some capacity in the, in the workforce development process makes them eligible for participation, um, well, at least to apply yeah. to the process. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, that's great. I love that. Sounds like a great opportunity for people who are interested. Um, well, I guess kind of 
Maybe we have time for one more question. Okay. Um, are there any opportunities for people to volunteer? I know we're kind of cutting it close to this year, but maybe in the future, if people are interested, do y'all work with volunteers? We are. We have our first volunteer meeting Saturday um, at the Briarwood Arts Center. Right. So we um, are, are working out those kinks now, so more details will come. Just follow, stay tuned and follow us on the website. Okay. Yeah, y'all website, it's just really well done. There's a lot of information on there. So, yeah, check out the website, Jackson Film Festival. Um, well, it has been such a pleasure, Esther. Uh, I really enjoyed talking with you and learning about the festival. Thank you, Maria. Yeah. I appreciate it. We appreciate it. Oh, yeah, and one more time, Jackson Film Festival, July 23rd. July through 23rd through July 28th, opening with The Wiz, public screening and costume competition. Come on out, just register at Eventbrite. And uh, a, whole host of seri- a whole host of events that week, culminating with the Black Tie Awards Gala on July 28th at the Jackson Convention Complex. Thanks for listening to this MPB Think Radio podcast. MPB depends on support from listeners, so if you can, please contribute today at mpbonline.org. Join us each week for Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. We have an IT expert, a computer repair ace, and we troubleshoot your problems on the phones as well. Everyday Tech, Wednesdays at 10 on MPB Think Radio. Download the podcast now or listen on YouTube on the MPB Think Radio channel.